Namaste everyone and welcome to the Purna Yog podcast. In this podcast, we shall be talking about the first limb of Ashtanga Yoga that is Yam. And we shall also in depth talk about the first Yam that is Ahinsa or non-violence. The Yam or the Yamas are the first limb of eight limbs of yoga as shared by Maharshi Patanjali. So Yam are basically social ethics. And it's a very interesting point that often it is believed and perceived by people that true yogis or people who practice true yoga need to renounce the world. And if that was so, why would the first limb of yoga in itself be social ethics? If you are renouncing the world, moving away, isolating yourself, why do we need social ethics? So to set this right, Yoga does not at any point ask us to renounce the world. In fact, it beautifully shows us the path to walk through the journey of life with more awareness and understanding of our true nature. So the only place to practice yoga and the best place to practice yoga is right here in this material world. Now let's come back to the yam. They are primarily put together with regards to the external world. and how do we interact with it so when we practice yam our interactions with the outside world really come from a more considered aware and awakened place wherein we connect through our true selves not just with others but also with our own selves there are five yam and they are ahinsa that is non-violence satya or truthfulness asatya that is non-stealing brahmacharya or moderation and aparigraha that is non-hoarding all yam can be done at three levels that is at the level of the mind second at the level of physical or actions and third at the level of thoughts not just this all yam can be practiced in three ways too one is to practice it through our own self second through others and the third by practicing it by participating in it we will look at the ways of practicing each of the yams separately as we move through them the yams are really not a religious binding and nor are they a divine order they are a practical way of living life so that we can access a sense of harmony with the outer world also the inner self and we remain in a state of equilibrium this equilibrium helps us to reduce the disturbances in the mind and that is the true and final aim of yoga the practice of yam and niyam niyam being the second limb of yoga truly enables us to carry our practice from the mat into our daily life Dr. B.K.S. Iyengar describes Yam and Niyam as the golden keys to unlock the spiritual world. And they are the golden keys because the Yam ask us to practice them 24 by 7 and that is not a cakewalk. So in that case, perfecting a posture on the mat or learning a new pranayam might seem simpler and easier to imbibe than living the yam in your thoughts action and speech 24 by 7 
and hence the popularity of the more tangible form of yoga that is your asana and your pranayama this is a good point to pause the podcast if you want to reflect on all that we just spoke about otherwise we move deeper into the first yam and it's also the highest ranking yam that is ahimsa or non-violence ahimsa is the practice of non-harming and non-violence and it also refers to abandoning even the violent intentions ahimsa unfolds really as we move towards deepening our practice and it's a very natural progression it happens as we move closer to our true intentions which by itself is peaceful and in harmony and deeply grounded in the understanding that all beings are equal ahimsa is not just about not killing other beings or physically harming them but also equally about non-violence in speech and in thoughts and now this non-violence needs to extend not just towards others but also towards our own selves it asks us to come from a place of harmony then harm in any form now let's come back to the three forms we talked about in which we can practice any yam and ahimsa in particular here the first one being through self now how many times do we in a day in a year in a minute doubt our own selves now how many times we do we let our inner critic come forward take over and we start comparing and judging ourselves to others and how many times do we put food in our body which is not nourishing and we stick to these kind of patterns all of these are just very few ways in which we harm ourselves every single time ahimsa is also a very very important aspect that we need to bring onto our mat and every single time ahimsa is understanding one's edge and to not push oneself beyond that edge just because we set a target to perfect this particular posture right here today ahimsa is respecting and acknowledging the current limits of our body and working with it working on it with kindness and patience so these are just few ways in which we cause harm to our own selves and how becoming mindful about this we move towards practicing ahimsa towards our own self now coming to the second way in which we practice ahimsa and that is through others inflicting injury to someone else does not only refer to causing physical harm our words behavior approach and even our thoughts can turn into weapons of violence when used with the intention of causing harm violence in any form so as to say towards others not only harms that person but also harms the person indulging in it let's go back to a time any time that you caused harm to someone or you said harsh words to someone and what was the state of your mind at that point if i'm not wrong you would be filled by emotions like rage anger and then followed by guilt and none of these emotions make us feel good about our own selves and that creates disturbance in your mind taking you away from your yoga 
The third way in which ahimsa is practiced is by not participating in violence in any form. For example, if a friend indulged with you or started speaking to you bad badly or wrongly or in demeaning manner about another friend and you either indulged in the conversation by contributing to the dialogue or by giving a listening encouraging listening ear then you're being part of causing harm to the other person similarly if we are promoting practices undertaken by someone else that causes damage to life of any form or ecosystem around us we are participating in violence ahimsa is very relevant when practicing other yama niyam as well let's take satya or truthfulness yes we need to speak the truth but when we consider it from the perspective of ahimsa it is also important to know and ask ourselves if we must absolutely speak the truth in the given moment ahimsa teaches us to be more mindful about when and how to speak the truth so that it serves its true purpose rather than it being a way of showing someone down or causing harm when it comes to ahimsa really there is so much to reflect and think about and what we spoke about today is just really the tip of the iceberg ahimsa is a practice which means it is a work in progress few ways in which we could practice ahimsa i'm just giving you examples so that it becomes more relevant and it seeds thoughts in your mind which you could maybe delve deeper into and make it part of your daily life one of the ways in which we could practice ahimsa is by eating mindfully knowing seeing what are we eating is it nourishing to our body the second way of practicing ahimsa and a beautiful way is to practice ahimsa while we are driving and i know it's a tough one but it could come in the form of not cutting lanes not overtaking someone to prove a point and not getting abusive behind the wheel and another beautiful way of practicing ahimsa is to mindfully taking a pause before reacting to things people or even situations and turning your reaction into response in this pause we consciously choose to respond in a peaceful manner or not respond at all maybe and in this choice lies our true true power okay i wouldn't be surprised if you find yourself thinking that it means that i just need to take and accept anything and everything that is thrown at me because i'm practicing ahimsa and the answer to that is no it also does not ask you to be meek so ahimsa doesn't ask you to be meek and just accept everything just the way it is thrown at you in fact ahimsa asks us to find our true ground by looking at things objectively and sticking to them when we stay firm on our ground rooted grounded we do it without bullying the other person or without pulling the other person down so ahimsa tells us not to rub someone's line short just to make our line look longer it asks us to be respectful yet firm and yet receptive to change if there is a scope of improvement and why not set your boundaries 
while extending compassion and humility that is ahimsa ahimsa in its most beautiful form stands for love and kindness and this love and kindness is towards others as well as our own selves because through the practice of ahimsa from the place from which it comes we all understand that we are all part of the same spectrum i am so so grateful and glad that i get a chance to share my understanding of ahimsa with all of you listening to it today if there is anything that you would like to share or discuss please feel free to reach out through our website www.purnayog.com hope the podcast inspires you to carry your practice of yoga from the mat into your life we shall talk about the other yam in the episodes to come wishing you peace namaste